Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. I'd like to introduce Paul from England, whose wife Louise has multiple sclerosis. Welcome, Paul. Hello. Could you tell me when Louise first started to notice MS symptoms? Um, yeah, I mean, probably, um, I mean, she was officially diagnosed in 2005. Um, I would say probably um, a good couple of years before that, I'd say probably she started to um, have sort of various different symptoms that were that were. Well, after she was diagnosed, obviously it became obvious that that was what she had, you know, things like problems with balance. Um, she also had some issues around, um, um, sometimes she's had issues with, um, you know, sort of walking any long distances or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, so there's various different things that sort of sort of transpired. And in, in 2005, she actually, um, she was actually diagnosed because she had a problem with her eyesight. Um, and that was where it first stemmed from, really, so... Um, we went to the optician, she had a, an eye test, and then um, and they said, oh, there was something wrong. So it sort of transpired from there. We, we went from there to see the specialist, and then um, and then he said, yeah, obviously that um, it, it took about um, two two months, probably three months, before she was officially diagnosed, and through sort of various scans, etc. And then, um, yeah, and then so they finally said that she had... Um, they weren't, they were, even at that stage, they weren't particularly sure what 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 form she had, um, but it's 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 transpired over the last sort of couple of years that she's definitely got um, prime and progressive MS, as opposed mm-hmm. to the relapsing remitting one, which is probably you know, the probably I'm not saying the commonest one, but probably the one that pe- most people recognise as MS really. So. Yes. And how old is Louise? Um, Louise, she's now um, 37 now. Right. So what her what were her symptoms before she found LDN? Um, well, I think yeah, I mean there's a number of things. So I mean, obviously the, the primary one probably is her um, is her balance and the weakness in the left side of her body. Um, so it's, it's the left side of her body that's most affected by it, um, and that's um, so it's really with her sort of the, the dragging of her leg and um, her ability to do. Uh, to do things like sort of even swallowing and stuff like that can affect her. Um, she has um, she also has optic neurosis in, in her uh, left eye, which means that she has to have um, um, so she's very poor vision in that one eye. So she has to have glasses to um, sort of shade out that eye, so she doesn't get double vision. Mm-hmm. Um, I think really, I mean, from from so. I think really the main thing really is we were, we were sort of targeted really for her to have the LDM really was to sort of see if we could improve her, um, you know, improve the tiredness really and, and probably how she felt, mm-hmm. um, you know, during the day really. So, were you um, able to get a NHS prescription? No, no, we couldn't. Um, we did go and see the um, well, we went to see the, the GP first, um, and they said that they couldn't prescribe it because it was it wasn't something that NICE had approved be used for MS. For MS. We then went to see the, um, the actual um, the actual MS um, specialist, the neurologist, and um, 
although they were aware of it and they'd heard of it, um, which is something that was quite frustrating, actually, because they'd never said to us in the past that we'd seen them for a number of years, so they never mentioned it to us at all. But when we actually spoke to them about it, they said, oh, yeah, we know about it. But they, they once again, they wouldn't prescribe it either, mm -hmm. um, saying that it wasn't something they could prescribe. So you ended up getting a private prescription? Yeah, so then... Then I went through. Um, I found the um, I found the uh, the online um, medical um, you know sign up on the doctors on online mm -hmm. um, email I think they're called um, and I went through that through them really to get the prescription and then um, used the chemist in Scotland um, to have the uh, medicine supplied to us. So when Louise first started, did she get any side effects? Um, no, I don't recall any side effects, actually. Um, I mean, we started her off on a fairly small dosage, really, so she started off on, um, it was probably about only half, I think it was under half, one and a half milligrams, so it was quite a small dosage. And I, I don't recall any specific side effects, um, and I think that, that was probably one of the things we sort of, was quite good, really, because she had had, um, She'd had some some medication from prescribed from the doctors, but various different things did, did seem to affect her quite significantly. Whereas having it, the um, the Aldine didn't seem to you know give her any sort of adverse side effects or anything like that, so, mm -hmm. which was good. And how long has Louise been on it now? Um, I think she's been on it now. The first the first um, first batch we got was in. I think it was in July last year, so it's almost a year now. Mm -hmm. And what's the LDN done to help? Well, I, I think probably the, the main thing that we've noticed is really her strength, certainly um, uh, in the mornings, because um, we give we give the LDN, um, it's recommended we give it to her sort of after sort of 9 o'clock at night, so in the evening. And I think in the mornings we really, we really do notice um, that she's a lot stronger, she's got a lot more strength in her legs not able to sort of feel less tired. Well, thank you very much for sharing your story with us. Welcome. And I don't say I have multiple sclerosis. I, I say I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. I don't Even claim better. anything. I have it. It means I'm claiming it, and I'm not claiming it. Okay. Good for you. But you were diagnosed with it, yes? Yes, I was diagnosed with it in 2007. I was 55 at the time. Right. And um, it was interesting the way I was first, before I was totally diagnosed, I had I had felt really, really good for two years. And I had had, I was 55, and I, said, I think I said I was 55 mm -hmm. at the time, but in my 20s and 30s, I had horrible back problems. And once you have herniated discs and bulging discs, your back and neck always hurt. Mm. And for a couple of years, I had absolutely no pain. I'm like, wow, this is great. I didn't think, I didn't think any, well, I just thought it was great. I had no pain. And then one day I got up and I was walking like a duck. I still had no pain, but I slowly went paralyzed from my waist down, hard to get to, in to see any doctors. And I, my husband ended up bringing me to the emergency room in a wheelchair, uh, called the neuro neurosurgeon. He came over and said, well, you have severe spinal stenosis, which I had already had the MRIs for. And if you're not operated in with, 
in 48 hours, you'll be paralyzed from your waist down. Oh, wow. So I said, okay. And <laughs> so he said, you're being operated on tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. And they brought me to a room and then brought me for more MRIs. And then I thought it was interesting because then they came back at 10 at night and brought me for another MRI. And then they came back at midnight and brought me for another MRI. And then I go the next morning, I'm in pre-op, and the anesthesiologist comes up and starts asking me the normal questions. And then at the end, right before he was putting me out, he said, oh, by the way, you probably, even though you're old for this, you probably have MS, so go see a neurologist Ugh. when you uh, get, get out of here. And then he puts me under. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. What a way to yeah. What a way to hear that. Mm. So, did you um, have any symptoms at that time, Shauna? You know, I looking back, I had I mostly had the symptom of no pain, but when I look back, I had symptoms of being so tired that I had to sleep all day. You know, mm -hmm. a couple times a week, and I did have blurry vision that I used to get when I had migraines. I said, oh, this is funny because I don't have a migraine. I have the blurry vision. Um, but that was about it. There was nothing that made me say, I better find out what's wrong with me. Right. So how did you learn about LDN? Uh, I, a friend of mine had problems and went to, I think it's called, the Whittier Institute of Health in San Diego. I think it's in San Diego. And there are a lot of MDs as well as holistic practitioners there. And he was told, a lot of them recommended LDN. And then he said, a good friend of mine was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. He said, oh, there's really, there's some really good data, even though it's anecdotal, and we prescribe LDN for that all the time and it works it really works on so many people much better than the shots or anything else so um, tell your friend that she needs to get it right so he called me and told me that and I looked it up on and I did a search on the internet and the only thing that made it did make me a little leery because it seemed like it was good for so many things Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, hmm, how can one thing be good for so many things? <laughs> and then I remembered my friend saying to me, what it does is it builds up your immune system. So I really took that away from it, saying, okay, if it builds up your immune system, then that's a good thing. And I had stopped taking any shots because I had bad reactions to them. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I'm going to give it a try. I'm into alternative health things, and it's, it looks um, innocuous. It's not going to hurt me. Let's see mm -hmm. if it works. So how so, did you set about getting a prescription? That wasn't easy. I went to the neurologist, and he wouldn't give me a prescription because it's for it's an off-use off or not on-label use. Yes. Mm -hmm. and um, I think he maybe was worried about giving me a prescription for it. 
and said he still thought I should be taking shots, and I told him I wasn't going to be taking the shots. And so then I went to the pain doctor, who, and at that time, after the operation, I had neuralgia very badly, and I was, I couldn't wear a bra for a year, and I was maybe at a pain level eight all the time, and I didn't want anybody to come near me, and I couldn't think, and I couldn't, you know, I still tried to walk and exercise and do all those types of things, because I wasn't going to let it get me down, but I, so I was getting hydrocodone from a pain doctor, and that helped, that helped some, but I didn't want to take it every day. Mm. And so I went in and I asked him. I brought all, all my research from LDN Research Trust and anything else I could find and gave it to him. And he said, well, let me read this, and I'll get back to you within a week. And he didn't, and I called him a couple times a week or left a message for him to bug him. And after a month, he finally said, okay, well, it looks like it's not going to harm you, so I'll give you a prescription. But, you know, I can't give you hydrocodone if I give you this. And I said, but that's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so he gave me the prescription, and and I thought that was great. Yeah. So where did you get your prescription filled? Could you get it filled locally? No, I didn't get it filled locally because I heard that to go to a very good compounding agency. Mm-hmm. I I did a poll on a Yahoo group, and people got it from a lot of different places, including some of the major chains. But then there were was uh, suggested compounding agencies, and actually my friend who went to that institute knew of one that he used a lot in New York, Gideon's Drugs. So I ended up going with them, and I sent the prescription to them, and they were used to filling LDN. And then they sent it back to me in the mail. So that, so finding, uh, and I think there's some good information on the website as to different places you can get it from, and it doesn't have to be local. Yes. So how long have you been taking LDN now? I'd say about a year and five months I've been taking it, something Mm -hmm. like that. And did it help with your pain levels? The amazing thing was I took it the first night, and the next day I didn't have any pain. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this is great. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> so, um, and then I ended up getting back a little, you know, a little bit, but nothing like it was. I could mm-hmm. put on a bra, which was a big thing for me, and my mind was much more clear, and um, and I could do things more even though I pushed myself to do stuff I didn't have to push myself as much yes so yeah you said about the fatigue and having to sleep a lot how did that help with that or how soon did it take it it did help I there's still maybe one or two days a week that I still feel that way Mm-hmm. and don't feel like getting out of bed, or else I'm using it as an excuse, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but <laughs> uh, it helped over overall. It helped right. with that, and it helped with the neuralgia a lot. 
And a big thing was about eight months after starting LDN, I went for a set of MRIs. And I thought it was amazing that it, my myelin sheath actually got better. Wow. And I heard that once your myelin sheath is compromised, the biggest thing is to not get it compromised anymore, to halt progression, but mm-hmm. it actually got better. That's amazing. And, and in my brain, the, the big spot became little. And the doctor said, well, that happens that in your brain. I said, well, what about the myelin sheath? And he couldn't really explain that. <laughs> I said, Did I you... think it's the LDN. <laughs> <laughs> Did you experience any initial side effects from taking LDN? Yeah, I, I did. The first two or three nights, I was, it did keep me awake, and I lost my appetite. I didn't mind losing my appetite at all, but I didn't like the being awake all the time. And then I went back on the Yahoo group, and I saw that people were saying, you really should ramp up and not start with the full four and a half milligrams mm-hmm. that I was taking. So I broke open the capsule and put it in a little dish and and put like a third of it on my finger and started, and then I didn't have a problem. I ramped up fairly quickly, like within a week and a half back to the four and a half milligrams and had no problem. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know or didn't do enough research on the ramping up part at first. Okay. So what would you say your life is like now you've been taking LDN? Well, it's it's good. I mean, it's helped me more than anything else. I think it has halted the progression. Um, I can concentrate better on more days. I'm not in horrible pain all the time. I feel better. Uh, I tell everyone about it, mm-hmm. and and I I really like it. I'm I'm walk every day or every other day and dance, and I just want to keep moving, <laughs> do song, and keep my brain moving. I started trading the stock market because I wanted to have a a a job that I could do part time and not have anybody that was going to be calling me or bothering me when I didn't want to be bothered. So I made a list of things of what I needed to keep my brain going and to keep learning going, and that would be fun for me, and it turned out to be stock trading. Right. That uh, is something I wouldn't mind having a dabble with. That sounds quite interesting, doesn't it? Um, So do I take it that you would continue taking LDN? I'll take it forever. Yeah. Definitely. And what would you say to other people with multiple sclerosis who are thinking of trying LDN? Well, I'd say definitely try it. If you can take something that builds your system up instead of tearing it down, do it. I know it's difficult to find doctors to prescribe it, but just keep trying. Go to anyone you know. Well, thank you very much for sharing your story. I'd like to introduce David from the United who takes LDN for chronic fatigue syndrome. Thank you for joining me, David. Pleasure to be with you, Linda. Could you tell me when you first had problems with the chronic fatigue syndrome? 
Uh, yes, it was the spring of the year 2000. I had returned from a trip to the West Coast on a plane and got sick, had flu-like symptoms. Uh, in this case, it got into my lymph nodes and lingered for quite some time, four to six months. And from that point forward, I uh, had a very distinct drop in my energy level. And prior to that time, I was an avid runner. And after this occurrence, I discovered that when I would go out to run several miles, that the following day I would just, uh, I believe the term is crash. Mm -hmm. I just had a complete energy crash and was just unable to continue in that uh, that activity. So, so when you started LDN, um, a lot of people with chronic fatigue syndrome find that they're ultra-sensitive to drugs. Did you have to have a slow introduction? I'm not sure that I did. I, I started with one and a half milligrams, and at that time I was taking a liquid form. Mm -hmm. um, I, I really, after I moved up to two milligrams, I noticed that's when I noticed a distinct difference, and that was just after a week or two. Right now, I'm on a three milligram dose, and I do take a tablet because the I like the liquid, but it needs to be refrigerated. So mm -hmm. the tablet's more convenient. So did you? I had no, uh, had, had no problem adjusting to it. I had no um, side effects of a negative nature. Um, had no herxing. Some people say it interferes with it falling asleep. In, in my case, it might have even had the opposite effect. It, I found it to be sleep-inducing. Um, if I had any negative side effect that I could conceive of, it was in the mornings. I'm perhaps just a little bit more groggy than I used to be, but mm -hmm. I've had a very good experience. And how long would you say it took before you started to notice your energy levels increasing? I think it was really just two weeks. Uh, just coincidentally, we had a major project going in the back of our house that involved a lot of manual labor, a lot of wheelbarrows full of dirt, gravel, and sand. I was putting in a concrete paver patio, mostly by myself. I did have some help. And uh, just noticed um, after a day of very very difficult physical activity. I went back out the next day and felt fine, the next day and felt fine, and it just occurred to me, gee, I think well, LDN may be working. And I'm not having any post-exertion fatigue. And are you running now? Yes. Uh, after that project was finished, which was another two weeks, so about a month after I started the LDN, I decided to try a running regimen, and Lo and behold, I uh, had no problems whatsoever. It was it was just like a minor miracle. I just went back once I got my you know my muscles in shape. I mm -hmm. I run uh, 30 to 45 minutes uh, four times a week, and I have run in a couple of 5K races. And I'm just uh, it's like finding an old friend. I'm, I really missed running. Well, that's amazing, isn't it? What a success story. What would you say uh, to other people? Yeah, the third, the, well, the third area I would just say just to, um, for me, I, I play competitive bridge. And 
it's you're sitting down, but it does take a lot of mental energy. And, and prior to the LDN, we we play a session of bridge in three and a half hours, and we would normally play two sessions a day in a tournament. And after about three days of that, I would just my brain would be uh, very mushy, very very hard to concentrate. And I happen to have a six-day tournament scheduled uh, about two months after I started the LDN. I played three sessions a day for six days, and I I never felt mentally fatigued. So I wow. I can't I I don't know that this would work this way for everyone, but for me it's just been a, a godsend. I shouldn't think you'd like to stop to find out, would you? Nope. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm very happy. I'm a happy camper. Good. Well, thank you very much for sharing your story with us. I'd like to introduce Monica from England, who takes LDN for MECFS. Thank you for joining me, Monica. Hello. Could you tell me when you first started to notice your symptoms? Uh, well, I started very... Um, I had a diagnosis of viral meningitis in 1988. I've been ill for 26 years. Um, I was working as a GP. I was very well, fit, healthy, used to jog. Um, developed this crushing headache. By the next day, I was in hospital with dehydration and vomiting. And this meningitis actually occurred six weeks later. I was very, very severely ill with the uh, ME when I was first diagnosed. I was unable to feed myself, get to the loo. Um, my my partner used to have to come home mid not mid uh, well at lunchtime, mm -hmm. so that he could give me something to drink and eat. Um, I had a four-year-old daughter that I was completely incapable of looking after. Now I slowly improved. I actually had acupuncture, traditional acupuncture, and very 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 slowly improved. Got myself back to part-time work after um, a about three or four years, but very, very small amounts of work, increased again a bit, and then had an episode of gastroenteritis and relapsed again. And at that point, I again was very, very severely ill, unable to look after myself in bed all the time, crushing headaches, um, no brain function, a lot of pain, um, and again, slowly improved, but this time not as well. And I kind of reached a plateau where I was housebound, um, not really able to do, I couldn't watch television, I couldn't read much. But I could do, so I could get out perhaps outside and do five, ten minutes gardening on a good day. Um, I was dependent on my husband for cooking, shopping, cleaning, all those kind of things. Um, so that was where I was up to until about um, two years ago. And were you, when were you diagnosed with ME, CFS? Very at the very start. Okay. Because I went into hospital, I was under a consultant who was aware of ME, who believed in ME, and he had to wait the six months. But at six months, he said to me, you have chronic fatigue syndrome. We have no idea what causes it, but um, we know that it can be a long-term problem. Now, I had, had, had lots of blood tests. Um, and investigations in hospital because I was making such poor progress. Um, but they were all negative, and so that's why you could say very early on that I had any. Mm -hmm. 
And how did you hear about LDM? Um, I saw a doctor called Andy Wright, who unfortunately has been struck off for um, prescribing certain treatments. But he had, over the time, tried me with several things which had helped. He'd given me, for instance, um, long-term antibiotics at one point, which had helped a bit, um, enabled me to go out of the house, that kind of thing. But as soon as I came off them, I'd relax very quickly. Um, I'd tried something called Cemento, which had also helped a bit. But then when I stopped, again, I went downhill. Um, so Andy Wright, about two years ago, or perhaps three years ago, started me on LDN. I have to say I had to take it in very small doses to begin with. And it took me probably 18 months to get up to my present dose. Mm -hmm. um, I'm now seeing Dr. Gil Hooley um, in Glasgow, um, and he's continuing to prescribe it for me. Mm -hmm. When you first started the LDN, and I know you said that you had to increase it gradually, did you notice any introductory side effects? I got headaches. That was my major problem. Now, you have to remember, with the meningitis, I've had very bad migraines almost the whole of the time since then, um, and had never been free of headaches until I started LDN. Now, when I started LDN, to begin with, the headaches were worse. One of the major things about it is that I now don't have headaches regularly at all. In fact, most of the time I'm without headaches, and that is a major improvement for me. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I didn't get other problems. Um, in fact, I mean, I got very early on. I was aware that my energy had gone up, but it just wasn't still as good as I felt it could be, which is why we kept increasing the dose. Mm -hmm. And what dose are you on now? Well, I'm now on six milligrams in the morning and six and a half milligrams at night. So I'm actually on 12 and a half milligrams, which I know is a lot higher than most people are on. But I have needed that dose. Um, a lot of people stop at about 4.5 milligrams. That really wasn't making a lot of difference to my life. I couldn't walk. Um, I could get out of the house. I could do a little bit. You know, we were up to the kind of quarter of an hour of gardening. But I, it didn't make major changes to my life. Um, once I got to about 9, 10 milligrams, I started noticing I really was different. Mm. Um, and now, I mean, the difference now is just amazing. I can walk. I, I mean, I'm not sick. 26 years of being ill, you don't get yeah. sick overnight. But I can walk a mile, a couple of miles without any problem at all. Um, I can garden, you know, a morning without a problem. Um, I, I can cook my own food. I can go shopping without thinking about it. I still have problems with company and with kind of mental stimulation. But you have to remember I started with meningitis and I was actually independently tested for brain damage. And we know that I have brain damage yeah. from the meningitis. So that's probably why I've still got the mental problems. Mm -hmm. so, um, the other thing I didn't say is I used to have enormous amounts of food allergies. I mean, because of the um, gastroenteritis, immediately after that, I developed intolerance to, to virtually every carbohydrate and awful lot of other things. I was on a very restricted diet, which slowly improved, but I was left long-term with a very severe allergy to wheat and to milk. And it was only when I went on LDN that I got rid of those. And that, again, didn't happen at the lower doses. It happened when I was on about 8 milligrams that I suddenly realized I could start taking those foods. Mm -hmm. So if you were to score your quality of life on a score of 1 to 10, 10 being the best, 
before LDM? What would you have said it was? Before LDM? Yeah. Oh, two. And what would you say it is now? About eight. Wow, that, <laughs> that's some improvement, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, for instance, before LDM, I had no social life at all. Um, now, three days, I'm learning the accordion. I go to a choir on a Monday. I'm actually the accompanist for another choir on a Wednesday. Now, I couldn't have possibly done anything like that. You know, it's just a physical impossibility to have to have been in that kind of company, done anything on a regular basis. I couldn't commit to anything regularly. Mm -hmm. So, yes, enormous change. And what would you say to other people who are rather sceptical about trying LDM? Oh, try it. I mean, the thing is that most people get a benefit really early on, just within the first month, even if you're noticing a few side effects. At the same time, you're noticing that your energy levels go up, and it really is worth trying. Um, I, I understand. I mean, I, I've never seen, I don't think there's anything in print, but I understand about 80% of people really, with ME, improve, which is almost better than anything else that LDN is used for. You know, it really is worth trying it. Well, thank you very much for sharing your experience with us. Okay. It's a pleasure. I'd like to introduce Vivian from England, who has chronic fatigue syndrome. Welcome, Vivian. Hello. Could you tell us about your diagnosis, what led to your diagnosis? Uh, in 1991, I was diagnosed with MS. I'd had a car accident and didn't quite get over it. So I had had tests and they found I had MS. Mm -hmm. um, and then in... 19, sorry, in 2009, I was admitted to hospital with being Barry syndrome. Uh, I'd also had to go on a ventilator. I was paralysed. Uh, I'm better now. I'm walking about. But I had tests while in and told I don't have MS. I've been living with chronic fatigue syndrome. Oh, right. So did they offer you any medication or help? Uh, not at the time, no. Um, uh, uh, while I was on, well, while we thought it was MS, I've been given steroids. Right. Um, they out just a short period of time, and then for a few weeks, and then I'd be back to normal, mm -hmm. where I wouldn't be able to move some days. So, what happened then? I mean, did it, um, your condition progress? Sorry, after the. After you were diagnosed with chronic fatigue? Oh, yeah. uh, yes, it, it just carried on as, as it has been. Where uh, sometimes just, you know, could hardly move, could hardly get out of bed. Fatigue felt like having constant flu. Mm. Um, Did you have pain? Yes, a lot of aches and pains. Constant mm. flu like feeling. Um, trouble getting my words out sometimes when I'm tired. Um, but after trying, then I was referred to a doctor right um, from, by my own doctor, and uh, he's the clinical lead for chronic fatigue syndrome, ME for Berry and Bolton, mm -hmm. and he put me on a six-week course how to deal with the chronic fatigue. Mm -hmm. um, and later, in October 
2010, uh, I received my first prescription for LDN from his private clinic. Right. Did you notice any initial side effects? Uh, no, only uh, I had nightmares, but nothing to bother about. Mm -hmm. I just thought the feeling was <laughs> unbelievable at first, the difference in how I feel now. Right. So what did it do for you? Uh, well, the aches and pains have disappeared. Um, mm -hmm. I can, I've not got the fatigue as often. I can move around without my walking stick. don't need my walking stick. Uh, I, can, I can mix with my friends more than I could before. Mm -hmm. uh, still have to pace myself. I've mm -hmm. found that if I over-push myself, I can find I can go back and have the pain. So mm -hmm. I've learned to pace as well as using this. And I feel just, well, to be honest, brilliant after all those years. Oh, that, that is good news, isn't it? So what would you say your quality of life is now? Uh, oh, much better. I'm enjoying life better. I don't feel like a, I feel alive. I don't feel like a zombie. Mm -hmm. I can mix with friends, you know, as long as I don't push myself too hard. Feel much better. And what would you say to other people who've got CFS who are thinking of trying LDN? I'd definitely recommend it. It's worth trying. Um, it's it is unbelievable. To you don't realise what that little drop of medicine can do each night. By taking it at night and in the morning, you're a different person. Uh, so yeah, you're taking it twice a day, are you, Vivian? No, just just in the evening. I take it evening. Just, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just take it in the evening, uh, just before I go to sleep, and then I feel totally refreshed in the morning. What does your own doctor think of your improvement? Uh, yes, he, he agrees. He said it's you know a big improvement. Uh, it's like even friends and family they'll um, they'll see me and they, they can't believe the difference. Um, what's happened to me? <laughs> even on the phone, people have noticed the difference in my voice. That sounds stronger. Well, it so, makes a difference not feeling so tired, doesn't it? I think when you're really oh, tired, definitely. it can it can tell in your voice because it's a struggle, isn't it, to talk when oh, you're definitely. tired? Oh, definitely. Yes, yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah, it's um, it's absolutely unbelievable the stuff. But yeah, really good. The only thing is, um, uh, sometimes I miss um, you know, bank holidays getting the medicine to me. Mm -hmm. uh, I missed this last bank holiday, it was late arriving, and I was without for one night, and for the day after, I went back to originally, you know, with the aches and pains, and for two Really? Just after yes, missing one? Yes, just, just by missing one day, mm. and I've found that's happened three times now, mm. um, and that's the only trouble with it, is getting it, because there's only one place I can get it from. You'll have to see if you can... Uh get it a bit earlier. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah, I'm going to try that. Well, thank you very much for sharing your story with us. It's very inspirational for other people. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I think that just about covers it, don't you, Vivian? Yes, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, as I say, thank you ever so much. Really do appreciate it. And uh, take care. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, 
at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.